Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. Uh, this is Matt Welch. I'm the sports editor here at Star Local Media. I'm here for another edition of the uh, Star Local Media Gridiron Podcast, a rapid reaction recapping Friday's Class 6A Division One by District playoff game between Plano Senior and Euless Trinity. Yes, I was out at uh, out at Pennington Field in Bedford, kicking off the postseason with uh, with what was one of the better games in the area through uh, through this first round. As uh, for whatever reason, Plano and Trinity always seem to bring the drama completely playoff time, especially head-to-head, and uh, Friday was no different. A back-and-forth game, a wild finish, but ultimately it is Trinity that pulls out a 28-21 victory in overtime. Uh, Plano season ends in the first round. The Wildcats exit their year with a 7-4 and record um, in their first playoff appearance after uh, missing the postseason these past two years. Um, in a game that, um, you know, heading into this game, in our um in our playoff preview podcast this was one that um you know that i pinpointed as having some you know some upset potential you know i thought that um i, I couldn't ultimately commit to uh to picking Plano to pull off the upset um there were a couple things that kind of held me back from ultimately pulling the trigger on that but i did at least you know see a roadmap a roadmap that was not impossible for Plano to follow should it hope to uh you know to pull a uh, an upset over the district 5 6a champions um one of the reasons I mean, this obviously, and, and you know, if I'm just going to be honest, kind of a stupid reason, just some little intangible quality between these two teams. For whatever reason, Plano and Trinity always seem to play really close competitive games, irregardless of where the team is at. I mean, every everything from, you know, back in 2007 when they were playing in the state semifinals to 2009 in the area round when a eventual state champion Trinity team beat a four-win Plano team 41-38. to It just, you, you just kind of, you just kind of throw form and records out the windows just because for whatever reason these two teams don't know what it is even though it had a you know even though that that trend had no bearing on the current state of either team friday night another just down to the wire wild crazy competitive planet trinity game uh just some some thrilling playoff chapters that these two teams have uh, have authored in recent years um yes and friday was no different um plano was able to erase a 14 point deficit over the final half of the fourth quarter uh they tie the game up at 21-21 to send it into overtime. Um, you know, despite Trinity being on the receiving end of Plano's late comeback, they are able to shake that off and regain momentum right out of the gates uh, to start overtime on their uh, on their first play call in overtime. A very well designed play action fake that um, leads to quarterback Lackey Ellis finding. Uh, uh, let's see what was his oh sorry why am I forgetting this all of a sudden uh, Toby Toby Hera uh, fullback Toby Hera for a 25 yard touchdown um, you know Ellis rolled out found Hera right in the flat wide open Plano clearly was not anticipating uh, anticipating that uh, that play call to start and Hera just is able to go the distance you know he makes contact at the one yard line able to 
drive his way through and into the end zone. Trinity is up 28-21 to just like that. So all the momentum that Plano had mustered in pulling off its comeback, Trinity snatches it all back in one play. And then, um, you know, Plano ends up trying to uh, return fire on its drive in overtime. They get to uh, – they're able to work themselves to uh, to a third and two after a, after an eight-yard reception by Caleb McAway. Third and two goes nowhere. Then on fourth and two, Plano uh, – it's, it's do or die season on the line. Plano does a uh, – I guess what you call a, a toss sweep to the outside to Kyron Cumbie, and the Trinity defense had it sniffed out from the get-go. Cumbie is just devoured in the backfield, doesn't even get back to the line of scrimmage, just an excellent pursuit by the uh, by the Trinity defense to snuff out that play call. And, yes, and that is it, the uh, the fourth down, uh, the turnover on downs. That seals the win. Trinity advances. Plano um, exits in the first round. The Wildcats still searching for their first playoff win since 2009. Um so yeah, in a game that um, you know, it looked like for a moment there in the fourth quarter that this game was about to you know to get away from Plano. Plano um on some very thin ice after falling down uh, twenty one to seven, and then um actually getting getting the ball back with about um you know with about eight minutes left, and then uh, proceeding to lose a fumble, and um you know in in their own territory. So Trinity with a chance to potentially go up you know either twenty four seven or twenty eight to seven really put this thing out of reach. Plano is able to force a punt, and then with Five minutes and 50 seconds left. Um, they're down two scores, and that's where you know the magic started to happen for uh, you know for Plano. Um, you know, it's it, it might have been a bit of a, a bit of an odd sight for the fans in attendance who have been following this team, seeing Plano, one of the most run-heavy teams in the area. Um, obviously, given the score and the limited amount of time they had to work with, Plano had to shed that identity over the last half of the fourth quarter, and they resorted to uh, passing the ball on 14 of their final 16 plays of regulation. Um, a, a very effective two-minute offense, all things considered. You know, I mean, you, you factor that coming into this game, quarterback Jonathan Taylor had averaged only 13.2 pass attempts per game this season, um, and he throws 14 uh, passes alone inside the uh, inside the final uh, six minutes. Of, of the fourth quarter on Friday and he completes 11 passes so a very efficient efficient uh, approach by Plano so they uh, you know they, they're able to pull within one score after uh, after Taylor hits Caleb McAway for a uh, for a terrific 33 yard catch sets up a two yard touchdown run by Cody Chris to make it 21 to 14 um, with about three and a half minutes left so um, you know at this point you know Plano's they're going to attempt the onside kick um, a, a terrific onside kick Trini didn't get a fingertip on it but unfortunately the kick sails out of bounds um, so Trinity gets the ball right around midfield. Um, and at this point, if you're Plano, you've still got some timeouts left, but you're, I mean, you need, you need to force a punt or somehow force a turnover. Well, Things get crazy on second down. Uh, Trinity Simeon Ellsworth loses a fumble. Trinity, a team that rarely commits turnovers, rarely fumbles the ball. They have not thrown an interception all season. Do not fumble the ball often. Nevertheless, Plano is able to force the crucial takeaway to put itself within striking distance of the tie. They get to take over around uh, around midfield, and then um, yeah, then they proceed to just march. March right on down, still moving the ball through the air. Uh, Cody Chris is able to tack on a, a four-yard touchdown run with one minute, 39 seconds left to make it 21-all. Trinity has uh, has no desire to try and uh, make anything happen on its last drive. They're content to play for overtime. And then, as I mentioned, they were able to... Uh, 
to surge back in front on a uh, on Toby Harris twenty five yard uh, twenty five yard touchdown catch. Um, you know, this was a game where um, just all along, just you know, time of possession was was at a premium. I mean, and you know that coming in, that's what's going to happen when you play Euless Trinity. Um, they're going to do they're going to do what they do. They're going to dare you to slow them down, stop that running game, mix in just enough play action to keep you honest, and they're going to. You know, they're going to do everything they can to control time of possession and just limit the time that you have on the field. So when you're under a pretense like that, you have to maximize the drives that you're afforded. You know, when you know there's a chance that if you don't, you might not see the ball again for another six to seven minutes. So the drives that you do get, you have to be efficient. And Plano, you know, Plano had because Plano, on the whole, Plano actually fared really well, fared, fared pretty well, all things considered. You know, they they're able to score. Um, they they total of uh, 371 yards of offense. Um, they had five drives that advanced inside Trinity's 30-yard line. They only punted twice all night. Um, but yeah, five drives inside the Trinity 30-yard line, but they only scored points on three of those drives. And against a team like Trinity, where the margin for error is so much slimmer because of the way they play, that is just flat not good enough in the playoffs. You cannot have that kind of that kind of inefficiency as far as cashing in on opportunities. And these were, and because Plano had its chances. You know, Plano... If Plano is able to, uh, you know, be more efficient with these drives, I mean, they might not even have to worry about overtime. They could have put this thing away in regulation, potentially. Um, there's two drives that specifically jump out, um, you know, that um, one that's very obvious and another not so much. Um, you know, the obvious one was at the start of the, uh, you know, at the start of the um, the third quarter. Plano gets the ball. They're down. They're down 14 to seven, uh, driving for the tie, and they just put together a. Uh, I mean, a drive that's. I mean, they tried to out Trinity. Trinity. <laughs> they go. Um, they bleed nearly something like near like. I want to say like uh, you know eight and a half minutes off the clock. And they're able to get down. They grind down a 16-play drive. They get down to the one-yard line, and they can't convert. They get stuffed on fourth and goal from the one, a goal line stand. Um, you know, so there's, I mean, there's seven points left on the field right there that could have potentially tied the game. And then um, in the second quarter, there was another drive that Plano um, was able to advance. Uh, they've moved the ball well, advanced down to the 26-yard line. Then on second down, they get called for a chop block. 15-yard penalty. So, I mean, you're already, you know, staring down long odds when you commit a chop block on any drive, let alone one on second down. You're only really afforded two chances to try and make up that yardage. Um, ultimately, Plano has to punt. You just think of, you know, just just missed opportunities, and it was just you can't you could not afford those because I mean Trinity's offense was I mean it was it was some vintage Trinity stuff on a, on Friday night. I mean the Trojans they total 401 yards of offense, 298 yards on the ground. They have they have touchdown drives, um, and I just mentioned you know that uh, the drive that on um, the chop block, you know, so Plano has to punt. They pin the Trojans at the two yard line. Doesn't matter. Trinity goes 98 yards. <laughs> And scores a uh, on a thirty yard uh, touchdown pass from uh, Lackey Ellis to a uh, Keanu Hill off a of play action, completely caught Plano napping um, for a fourteen seven lead. Yes, a ninety eight yard drive that zapped about seven and a half minutes off the clock. Just I mean, just picture perfect stuff from Trinity. And then um, after Plano got stuffed on the one yard line to start the third quarter, Trinity turned right around and took its twenty one to seven lead after a ninety nine yard drive. So that's right, Trinity had touchdown drives of ninety eight and ninety nine yards. That is, you do not see that too often. But I mean, leave it to Trinity. I mean. 
just a, a model of efficiency tonight. They um, they averaged six and a half yards per carry in the win. Um, Courage Kine, I, I thought at the obviously at the heart of that initiative, he runs the ball thirty four times, and um, for uh, let's see what was his final total thirty four times for two hundred and forty one yards and two touchdowns. He had of his thirty four rushes. 23 of those were for four yards or more. So he was getting, he was moving along at a very efficient clip all night. It was a real tough time putting a, you know, putting Trinity in any sort of, you know, third and long situation. I mean, they were, you know, Trinity converted five of its first third down attempts, just some a very efficient night. Um, the passing attack, you know, they completed five of their nine passes for 103 yards. So obviously, you know, a little over 20 yards per completion plus two touchdowns, um, you know, and, uh, you know, one thing that uh, head coach Jadon McCullough for Plano, one thing that he mentioned about Trinity was how they'll occasionally mix up the tempo, you know, kind of rush to the line of scrimmage. You know, they'll be methodical for a few plays, and then they'll just randomly just rush to the line, quickly rip off a snap, try and catch you off guard. And um, they did that on the uh, on the third play of the night. Um, you know, they their third play from scrimmage, um, you know, they clearly caught Plano out of position. Plano got called for offsides, and Courage Kind scores a 56-yard touchdown. You know, not a, a not exactly an ideal start for Plano. Plano obviously handled the, uh, you know, the little tempo switches a little bit better the rest of the way, but obviously a very crucial breakdown early on. Um, let's see, though, as far as um, as far as some stats from this one, let's see. You know, Plano on the night, Plano gains 371 yards. Um in a, in a rare sight, they obviously um, the passing game outperformed the running game tonight. You know, Jonathan Taylor goes seventeen of twenty-seven for three hundred and seventy-one yards. Um, doesn't find a t- doesn't um, find the end zone in any of those instances, though. Um, although they did, I mean, those last two touchdowns that they scored on Cody Chris runs, they were essentially set up by the pass. Plano's not a team built to throw inside the five, so. You know, you take that for what it's worth. But yes, the passing game, you know, a very efficient game for Jonathan Taylor and his highest volume output of the season. Um, uh, let's see, Kyron Cumbie, 24 carries, 108 yards. Um, you know what I mean? They did well against him. They limited Kyron Cumbie. You know, they limited the big plays, did not let much. I don't know if he had a run beyond, uh, let's see, beyond 10 yards. I'd have to go through and check the individual numbers. But, it, yeah, I mean, they hold him to just four and a half yards per carry. He does have one touchdown. He was actually very involved, though, in the passing game. He was, I mean, he was a huge part in the uh, in the late comeback, lining up a lot in the slot. He has, nine, he has eight catches for 97 yards to lead all receivers. Uh, you know, Kayla McAway had two catches for 63 yards. Isaiah Calhoun got in on the action with three catches for 46 yards for Plano. Um, but yes, they have a. Uh they ultimately have a very a very tough time slowing down Euless Trinity. You know there were a couple couple moments there in the uh, you know in the first half start of the third quarter when they really could have put a dent in this thing and put themselves in prime position to not need any any late game heroics and might have had Trinity reeling if certain things bounced their way. But um, ultimately, you know Plano was left on the. Uh, Winds up on the wrong end of uh, once again just another another thrilling playoff game against Trinity. Um, you know, I put um at the lead to my story. This is you know ten years ago was the uh, the 2007 state semifinal where um, you know where Trinity beat Plano in double overtime, 30 to 27. Um, so ironically enough, you fast forward almost ten years later and another overtime heartbreaker for the Wildcats, who have now lost their last four playoff matchups against Trinity. That's right, um, 2008 Trinity got him in the area around 42-35 and as um, as I mentioned earlier on in 2009 in the area around 41 to 38 so you know Plano uh you know Plano and Trinity never uh you know never lacking in drama but you know Trinity ultimately uh 
as has been the case for at least the uh, every time these teams have run into each other over the past decade. Trinidad just one step ahead of Plano. So that is uh, whew, that is the long and short of that uh, of that fun little game. Um, you know, Plano heads now into the off season. We will have uh, we will devote plenty of uh, of news space in the coming weeks to um, you know kind of a post mortem now that Plano ISD's football season is over. Taking a look at season recaps, where these programs all go from here. So make sure that you are checking out the uh, the papers. And the website starlocalsports.com for that good stuff. Um, yeah, as far as uh, this goes, that is all I had here. Um, I will be back at it uh, next week. I will be uh, back on Allen duty for the rest of the way. Um, they play uh, they play uh, South Grand Prairie in the second round of the playoffs. 4 p.m. Friday out at AT&T Stadium, so that's where I will be up next. In the meantime, um, yeah, folks, hey, I appreciate y'all checking this out. You can check out my game story at starlocalsports.com. We will be back for another edition of the Star Local Media Gridiron Podcast on Monday to recap some of the highlights from the by-district round and preview a couple of the uh, of the juicier matchups in the area round. So make sure you guys give that a listen as well. Otherwise, folks, this has been Matt Welch. Once again, Plano uh, uh, Plano Senior falling short tonight against Euless Trinity, 28-21 to 21 in overtime. And, um, yeah, folks, hey, you have a great weekend, and I will talk to you all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.